0: Welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey.
1: Good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold
0: Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. On today's call, we're going to discuss seven reasons people fail and what they can do about it. That Mm -hmm. sounds good. Several weeks back on Rich Dolls for Breakfast, we shared seven ways to bounce back from defeat or failure. As we were reflecting on that teaching, we did say, well, we decided to share seven reasons why people fail. So let's establish an absolute fact. Failure is not a result of your size, tall, short, way challenged, or model for some fashion magazine. Failure is not the result of your age, as there are people who exhibit a wisdom beyond their years. There are some who definitely don't think and act like their age. Bottom line, everyone will experience failure at some point in their lives. The question is, do we have the spiritual and mental fortitude to overcome failure when it knocks on our door? The great news is that we never have to be dominated by failure. Nor do we have to remain the victim. We have the God given ability to change how we think and subsequently how we act. Hallelujah. When we change direction, we move from being a victim to being the victor. Here are seven reasons people fail and what to do about it.
1: First, people fail because they hold on to the past. God wants us to do a new thing in our lives, but we can't, and he can't do it through us as long as we're holding on to our past. If we spend our time asking God to make yesterday better, we will never experience what he wants for us to do today or tomorrow. Isaiah 43, 19, 43, 19 classic amplified says, behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive and know it? And will you not give heed to it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The Lord wants to do the new thing in our lives. Unfortunately, he can't get through um, in some instances to people because they just enjoy living in the past. I mean, they must enjoy it because they spend so much time there. (laughs) True. Sure. We if we dwell on past hurts, failures, broken relationships, and financial mistakes, then truly we'll end up well, we'll end up doomed to repeat them. Yes. I think one of the primary reasons people fail is because they are dwelling on all those past memories and experiences. Jesus is calling us early this morning. Okay. <clears throat> The Message Bible Translation of Isaiah 43, 18 says it this way. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert and be present. You know, that is a lot. Be present. Don't. <clears throat> he's not the great I was of the past. He's not the great I will be. He is the great I am right yes. now in the present, this yes. moment I'm living in. We can't allow problems, failures of the past to start building a house and limit or inhibit or stop the possibilities of our future because our mind is all caught up with those things. My husband loves Genesis 19:26. 19:26 yes, in the New Living Translation it says but Lot's wife looked back as she was following behind him and she turned into a pillar of salt. See Lot Lot's wife wasn't moving forward. She liked the old way of living. But you know what? It didn't work for her, and it's not going to work for us either. We may not turn into a pillar of salt, but we will be forever frozen in failure if we just keep reliving and reliving and reliving the past. It's time to forget about the past so God can create and do that new thing in us. Philippians 3.13 3:13 says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward unto those things which are before. The Apostle Paul was a man with vast knowledge of the word. Well, we say the word because he had visions from God. One who saw signs and wonders following his travels. One who raised up disciples. One who endured extreme persecution. And he speaks of one thing that he did forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. That's how come he knew what the will of the Lord was and he wrote it out in a lot of books for us to know. Paul was reaching out to new things, new opportunities, new places, new people. He was not living in the past and he did have a past. If there was anyone who could have, well, lived in the past, it was the apostle Paul but the scripture says that he left the past in the past and journeyed on to a new thing. He had a lot of negatives in his past and he had a lot of religious, um, how do you say it, victories in his past. He, he passed them all up. Philippians 3.14, Philippians 3.14 says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. If we want The prize, and to hear God say, Wow, well done, my good and faithful servant. Then we've got to forget the past, reach out to the new things,
0: and don't
1: look back. Yes. In verse 14, the message Bible says, I'm often running and I'm not turning back. If we want to succeed in the life we're living right now, we may need to leave some people, some memories behind as we allow God to do a new thing in our lives.
0: That's very good. Second, people fail because of fear. One of the wisest decisions you could ever make is to rid your life of fear. Fear of failure holds people back and keeps them from maximizing their potential from success. And understand this: fear doesn't come from God. That's right. Second Timothy 1:17 second Timothy 117 says. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of craving, cringing, and phoning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and a well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. Here are seven quick truths found in this verse. First, fear doesn't come from God. Second, God doesn't want you timid. He doesn't want you to be a coward when it comes to expressing your godly opinions and doing what's right. And he doesn't want you cringing about the things that you think that could go wrong. Third, God has given you a special gift, or if you will, dispensation. Fourth, God has given you a spirit of power to strength to overcome any and everything. Fifth, God always wants you acting in love. Sixth, God wants your life to be calm, not living in the tyranny of the urgent, but with a well-balanced mind. And seventh, God wants you living a life disciplined by the word, exercising self-control over the temptations of the enemy. God wants us to eliminate all fear of failure. Joshua eight one eight one. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear not, neither be thou dismayed. Take all the people of war with thee, arise and go up. We need to always remember, fear is the devil's anointing. Fear is the devil's anointing, but we want to rebuke it out of Will's life. Personalize that for you. Fear is the devil's anointing, but we want to rebuke it out of Karina's life. Make no mistake about it. The enemy will continue to trying to bring fear into your mental thought process. But don't let him do it. Fear opens the door for the devil to enter our thought lives. We need to keep that door shut. Job 3.25, 3.25, New Living Translation. What I always feared has happened to me. What I dreaded has come true. If you fear it, you might get it. Mm. Third,
1: people fail because of a negative attitude. Negative people think differently than positive people. On our website, HaroldHearing.com, you can find a teaching entitled 12 Differences Between Successful and Unsuccessful People. I strongly encourage you to read that. It's a good one. Are you facing a big assignment, a task that simply looks so overwhelming, one in which you're, you just feel totally unprepared? Well, can you imagine how Joshua felt as he heard the words in, well, it's spoken in Joshua 1-2, classic amplified, when it says, Moses, my servant, is dead. So now arise, take his place, go over this Jordan, you and all this people into the land which I am giving to them, the Israelites. Look, if the children of Israel gave Moses such a hard time and Joshua watched it all those years... Can you imagine what he felt like when he had to go fill Moses' shoes? Joshua had a big job, and even though he served Moses, I mean, I can imagine the thought might have been pretty
0: overwhelming. Yes, it was, I'm sure.
1: Have you been given an assignment at work, at church, in a civic organization, or that something that you just found a bit intimidating? <clears throat> if so, we can learn a valuable lesson from Joshua. In learning how Joshua prepared for his new assignment, we apply the same wisdom he used. In Joshua 1.8, 1.8, Classic Amplified, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make yourself prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success." So if you're a negative thinker or you are raised in a household where every thought was worst case scenario, you need to reprogram your mind with the pure, the powerful and the positive of the word of God. Seriously, simply meaning read your Bible, do what it says, but you got to read it first in order to do it. The children of Israel missed out on the blessing God, I mean, planned for them because they had a grasshopper mentality. They did not see themselves the way that God did. Don't miss your opportunity and make the same mistake.
0: They they saw themselves mm-hmm. the way that the world saw them.
1: That's it. Instead
0: of the way God saw it. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't ever fall prey to a grasshopper mentality.
1: That's why you have to read the word, because if you don't, if you you gotta build yourself up. If you don't believe in something, you're gonna fall for anything. And you're much more likely to fall if you're out there listening to all the world's negativity and not knowing the word of God.
0: Amen. Well, we're not gonna finish this. I would say this morning. But we'll pick it up tomorrow. And I want to tell you there's good stuff in this. There
1: is good stuff.
0: Really. Hallelujah. If you want to listen to it again, just now 1712 432-0990 and use the same access code, A three two nine three six, And you can listen to it again. Pound. Pound, Pound. yes. A3-
1: <clears throat> 832-936-pound. Pound,
0: thank you. Hallelujah. So until tomorrow morning, God bless you. Happy trails. And
1: keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God.
0: We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.